Hey everybody, welcome to Neurotica. My name is Cody Ryan. I'm here with my co-host as always, Bobby Biohazard. Bobby, how you doing? I'm doing well. Just watched uh, our Flyers, the number one team in Philadelphia that we've always loved, uh, beat the Boston Bruins four to one in the first game of the uh, their first game back after the season was delayed. Um, due to this thing that I'm not sure a lot of people have heard about, but it's called uh, COVID-19, uh, coronavirus SARS-2. Uh, it's sweeping the nation. So yeah, uh, having that, having the being on the high of not only having a Philadelphia team winning, but having them beat a Boston team has me feeling uh, pretty good, better than I have in a while. What about you, Cody? Um, I feel terrible um, because uh, I'm not good at pivoting. I did bet on the wrong horse. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to go yeah. ahead and die with that shit. Um, I don't know what happened. I do actually know in great detail what happened, but I want to say that as if it's not my fault in any way, which it isn't, but I've assumed a lot of it. Um, but, you know, this isn't about me. Uh, this is about, you know, we're at a time right now where we've been in our own little quarantine bubbles for a while. And there's obviously varying degrees of how much, a lot of us have gone back to work in different capacities. Bobby, obviously, you and I work from home, or like uh, you know, rich waste assholes all the time. You know, we we uh, earn that um, through our smartness and our hard work. Now, we're not rich, but we we get the luxury to work from home, which is nice. And then there's some people you know have been out there, but we've all kind of got a rhythms of our lives. And the one thing that everybody's been talking about is missing sports. And um, I got to say, I was completely against it. <laughs> I don't know about you, Bobby. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, like, return to normalcy shit that was, like, the people were kind of giving that as a reason to bring sports back. And, you know, a, a lot of people were saying, actually, no, sports are, like, a reward of doing a good job. Like, you, you get sports back uh, after you've kind of taken care of the threat yeah um and we haven't we've done a really bad job but um i will say that it did feel really good yesterday having them back we don't deserve to have them back certainly um because we are still continuing to do a bad job but being able to sit on a couch all day um and just watch sports games that actually counted nonstop. Was a nice distraction. Now, is being distracted and forgetting that we're in the middle of a deadly pandemic that's claimed over 150,000 lives in America good? I'm going to say no. It's probably bad. We should probably kind of always be thinking about it um, so that we can always be aware of what's going on and do everything that we can to be done with it. But it was still nice. Yeah, and I, I think um, I share the same sentiment, and I think so, somebody um, posted on Twitter the, the best image of it is just, and it's like, you could replace it with even that, like, Kim Kardashian gif of her, like, hiding in the bushes. It's just, like, the caption was me watching sports, even though I know they definitely shouldn't be back. And it's just, like, just, like, you're in the background, like, you're enjoying it, but, you know, <laughs> this is the yeah. worst outcome possible. <laughs> it's, like, Sports are the definition of a guilty pleasure right now, kind of. Not the NBA or NHL as much, but baseball is definitely <laughs> the number one, like, COVID guilty pleasure because uh, they are doing a particularly horrible job and getting particularly horrible results as a consequence. Yeah, so I want to I want to kind of transition that to not just the baseball conversation, but um, kind of show the dichotomy here of the NBA and the NHL always seem linked to me. And the NFL and the MLB always feel like they're off doing their own thing. And this is a situation where I really feel like the MLB and the NFL are linked and they're both just destined to fail here. But we can only analyze the MLB so far. And boy, did they fail horribly. Uh, oh, my God. Just the worst. It's, <laughs> well, I mean, from our perspective, the Phillies came back and were immediately complete garbage. So yeah. <laughs> picked up right where they ended up last year being an enormous disappointment and sucking ass to watch. I was like 
so excited for the first game. I was wearing the uh, Aaron Nola jersey that you got from that you got for our friend that he hasn't been able to pick up yet due to <laughs> you know the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, and within six innings, I was like. I remember why I don't really watch the Phillies anymore. <laughs> These guys are terrible. <laughs> but, um, and like that somehow went even further downhill from there. Yeah, I, I because it turned out the Marlins had uh, scooped up an entire team full worth of cases <laughs> while they were in Atlanta. I don't know if it was uh, the sanitation of the hotel they were in. They ended up going out to Magic City and being a little less careful than Lou Will. I don't know what it was, but the entire fucking team got it. Gave it to some uh, staffers on the Phillies, and now the Phillies haven't played a game since. And the MLB is holding on for dear life. It's like, you know, in The Lion King, when Mufasa is, like, clinging to the clinging to the um, cliff. And he's like asking Scar to help him, and Scar just like gashes him right in the claw, and he falls into the stampede. Yeah. I, f- I feel like the MLB is both characters yeah. in that situation. They're they're hanging on for dear life, and also like viciously clawing themselves so that so that it's destined to fail. Or a much more apt uh, example from my life is the recent picture I saw of the guy being choked by his girlfriend but there was a mirror in the background. You can clearly see it was just him choking himself. Um, that's what the MLB feels like to me right now is them just choking themselves to death. But I was just particularly upset because Phillies come back. Yeah, first series against the Marlins go poorly. I'm the kind of person when I watch baseball, I just want to like move on to the next series. Well, the little Marlins, they were in Atlanta. There were jokes that they were in the same uh, club as Lou Will. Not at the same time because of the timelines, but I do like to think that happened, that Lou Will was hanging out with the entire Miami Marlins team. <laughs> and that that like, ended up being like a whole incident, and then a couple of them caught it. But uh, that is not what happened. Uh, they just, I guess, picked it up somehow in Atlanta. They come to Philly, and they find out a couple of them have it. Which I guess they just te- group chatted each other, texted like, "Yo, I got COVID." Yo, I got COVID. And I get you can't like disclose because of certain HIPAA things if what somebody has, but at the same time, it's very obvious. Like, if they yeah, and also sports have never been concerned about. Yeah. That. <laughs> they always report outside of hockey where it's just like upper body injury, lower body injury. They're just like don't care. Yeah. They'll, they're just gonna report what it actually is. Yeah. So as far as we know, this was just a. A group chat these you know players have always had like during the season or whatever and they are just like talking about like oh a couple of us have it and the other ones are like whoa should we play and they're like yeah we gotta rally together go beat the phillies and i'm like well yeah everybody can beat the phillies but that's not really the attitude to take when you've possibly been exposed to covid19 that pandemic that everybody's talking about like, they just, like, the Marlins, a team that mean nothing, were, were just like, yeah, it's not a big deal. Let's just, and then it really begs the question that everybody asked was, like, well, how do the players decide it? And I'm like, well, that's probably the answer being they don't really know, but they know, and they're just being assholes. Like, Don Mattingly definitely knew that a couple of those players had COVID-19. He just didn't cho- choose to, like, stop it in any way. Yeah, I mean, they had to. And the, I think the Phillies were made aware and made a decision to go ahead and play. But, like, jocks are meatheads. Like, they're stupid. They're, they're going to want to play because it's the only thing they know how to do. Every, if you're, if you're a, a hammer, everything looks like a nail, right? So they're probably just like, all right, we're just going to baseball our way through this. And, like, that decision should have just been taken out of their hands. The, the league should have stepped in and said – no, you're you're not playing because the other team is like walking, running around the bases with pants full of plague rats that are just like <laughs> trying to reach out and bite you all the time. So no, you're you're actually not playing. Uh, this is this is not about you. This is about like public health. Uh, but they didn't, and then they played, and now I think the Cardinals had like 
more than five guys test positive as well. So they're um, not playing for the foreseeable future. And it's just like a mess. And I know a lot of times when we see something happen, uh, we envision the worst case scenario. Uh, I'm thinking particularly right now, and this is a completely different thing, but um, after Trump authorized the assassination of Qasem uh, Soleimani, yeah, uh, everyone was just like, oh my God, it's going to be World War III. Um, Iran is going to, you know, uh, res- respond with violence and escalate the situation. And none of that ended up happening. If we're being honest, if this COVID thing doesn't happen pretty soon after that, that probably ends up looking uh, like a victory for Trump because all they did was, I think, bomb a couple of buildings that they warned to empty and there's no real escalation. Yeah. So we, we, we envisioned a worst case scenario there. Um, given the information that we had at the time, it was fair to do so. Uh, but it didn't quite come to fruition, which is nice. And the MLB plan, choosing not to go with a bubble, uh, have guys travel all over the place, um, given that they are not doing a bubble, they're probably lax in enforcement of everything else as well because they just aren't taking it as seriously. Um, the worst case scenario basically immediately happened. A bunch of people got it, almost an entire team, and the league had to shut down their schedules at least temporarily after three games. Yeah. And and it's just like wild to see something spiral that way. I think I knew things were really fucked when we uh, had our fantasy baseball season resume. And right off the bat of Juan Soto, <laughs> he was my second round pick. He's out. And it literally says COVID-19 against his name. I'm like, well, that's not what I would have done, but okay. Uh, but then I'm like, these other guys are like, you know, getting injured for real, but I don't really even know if like it's a real injury or not anymore. And then random games are being postponed. And I have to remember anything that says Phillies in it, like that's postponed. Uh, and then New York like got screwed by the Phillies. And then now the Blue Jays are screwed. I'm like, fuck, like I can't remember who actually is starting. And their own algorithm hasn't even figured it out yet. Like, they're still putting in the wrong players, even if you put start active players. So, God, I don't play fantasy baseball, but that sounds like an absolute mess. Yeah, so I'm just like really whack this week. And now I have Jonas Cespedes, and he literally just left. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he fucked off. It was hilarious. This game, he's like, nah. Which I love. I kind of want to keep him on the team now and just leave him in the NA slot or something. But uh, yeah, like it's really one of hit the bricks. It's 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 one that if it sucks, hit the bricks. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, if a couple of stars opted out, that's one thing. If you know, like a weird schedule happens, that's another thing. But they were trying to start their whole season and they couldn't even get a week without everything about it fucked up and you can't just be like oh we'll figure this out as we go it's like a pandemic it will spread faster than you can think about it like you know it'll get around the league like and you're shutting down all these team schedules it's not gonna work and the thing i've been thinking about the most is with the, uh hockey and basketball which we'll get in a little bit later but um you know, them especially, and now baseball kind of starting at a weird time, you know, like, what does that do for their schedules for the next couple of years? Meanwhile, football is just chugging ahead. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, the the funniest thing about the MLB is that of all the sports, it's the one where actually playing is the least likely to spread it. Yeah. Because there's it's so spread out and stationary and non-contact for the most part. Uh, whereas football not only is, has a lot more guys, uh, it's going to be guys crashing into each other, tackling each other, blocking each other, um, you know, sacking each other, everything you can think of where they're actually coming into close physical contact and breathing, breathing the same air in that someone just breathed out. And we've had this happen in baseball. Just like imagine how much worse it's going to be in football. Yeah. Like if Aaron Donald gets COVID and is asymptomatic for two weeks and has five sacks, like <laughs> the quarterbacks on each of the other team are just going to die. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I was even thinking, like, um, you know, people, <laughs> people are like, you know, oh, like they got the, the mask, it'll be fine. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's the breathing that's you know the only issue. It's not the fact that when you're sweating, your pores are more open than they ever been. You're gonna be rubbing against somebody else's open pores, pouring out sweat, like. Yeah, well, plus no one is wearing <laughs> no one is wearing the mask. Yeah. Like it's it it's so stupid because they know deep down this season is gonna get tossed completely. They're just trying to get as much revenue as they can. And like I guarantee you internally, those owners are trying to get revenue projections of how long this will last. What at like publicly acting like oh what's going on now like we might shut down like plain stupid and they yeah. know <laughs> that is the one reason that i like understand football players uh wanting to go ahead more than mlb because football does have the salary cap so if they lose revenue and it, the, the salary cap is based on revenue so if they lose a ton that affects the salary cap, which then affects, you know, how much everyone can get paid, basically. Yeah. And their careers are so short on average. Like, the average running back basically doesn't get through his rookie contract, I think. Yeah. Because once they get, once they do get through the rookie contract, then they have to get paid and no one wants to pay a running back anymore. So, like, they need to get theirs while the getting's good. They're... Like I, I can't imagine uh, an industry in America with a la- labor union that is like more fucked situation. Like they're they're still getting paid a ton of money and stuff. But they're still they're fucked situationally by the conf- constant influx of talent and like the the way the CBA encourages people to not pay veterans. Yeah. So like thinking short while it's it's understandable that they think short term and they're like, all right, if the league loses, has a $3 billion shortfall of revenue compared to where it was expecting to be, like that could mean millions or hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on my next contract. Well, you're, but, you're talking about the same thing now for MLB in uh, NFL, but now we're talking about different kind of league structures and short sightedness. And the difference is that when in the MLB, if the owners cry, well, I'm, I'm going poor, it's like, well, show us your books. We don't believe you. And that's why we're not like going to take this reduction. We think you'll still be fine. And that's just a complete standoff. But yeah, the, with the NFL, there's going to be a very public number that says the NFL made this much money this year. And that's how much the player is going to make next year. And they'll probably do some kind of like, revision smoothing i'd imagine but you know it's not going to be it's not going to be pretty for the players no yeah they're screwed and so they're gonna have to play the crashing into each other game uh while a lot of them have an extremely communicable disease and it's gonna be bad and it's gonna be weird and teams are gonna miss games and who knows how that's going to get handled in such a short season where every game carries so much more importance in the standings than it does in, you know, an NBA, NHL, or MLB game. Now, I'm going to ask you, though, a very interesting question. Which of the four leagues would you feel most comfortable opting out of in terms of security of your own, like, status? And, like, you can make yourself the best player on the team of any one of those. So, you know, football, you can be the QB. Well, I think that's the less um, – I think the more interesting question is if you're not the best player, if you're one of the worst players. Well, I, th- I would assume those are the kind of people who really can opt out. I mean, I know like Marquise Goodwin just opted out for the Eagles, but he's a veteran, has been around for a number of years. I don't know how his contract works. I don't know if that means we have him next year because he didn't give us a year of service or whatnot, but like – I understand his decision. He's got a family. He's made millions already. It's not r- worth the risk for this year. Every other small guy's got to do it. But what if, what if Drew Brees is just like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to play next year. But then, you know, Taysom Hill comes in and he plays pretty well. And then all of a sudden Drew Brees is on the free agent market again. You know, like. 
Yeah. Um, I think a quarterback is fine opting out. It's such a singular position. They all have, um, you know, so much narrative going on around them, especially if they're a good one, like Drew Brees. The only, the only reason I might, well, it could go both work both ways because Drew Brees is older. He's I think in his forties. So you might say if he loses a year now, then maybe he's just done, done. But you could also say that if he plays now, he's older and therefore more likely to actually get sick in a way that is destructive to his long-term health or potentially deadly. Yeah, and I- But I, I, I do think that, like you said, and th- this is kind of what I was getting at um, young guys, because they're in the NF in the NFL, like fringe guys, because their contracts are so short because they're so relatively easily, easily replaceable. And because of like football culture, like, you're basically like bullied into like doing whatever for the team, no matter how bad it is for you personally. Uh, I think that those guys are just like completely screwed. They have no, if they want a career in football, they are going to have to opt in no matter how, uh, how scared of getting sick they are. Yeah. Because football is not a transferable skill in a way that accounting is or something like that, where if you lose one job, there's like, another company that can hire you really. Yeah. And then even like uh, talking about baseball, if you're one of those players that just got called up, you better sure as hell opt in or organization might fuck up your whole uh, progression track just for, I mean, (laughs) out of all the leagues, the MLB has been the most petty in terms of like their own like prospects and shit. And if, Matt, uh, Matt, yeah, like holding, yeah, like holding guys out for an extra year of control yeah. and stuff. But imagine if you're a player who like just got called up, but you're not like quite like an Acuna or a Bo Bichette that would you know like is clearly going to be a star, and you opt out, they would never give you a chance again. Like it would, you get blackballed yeah. like every day of the week. Like it, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, four hundred miners. <laughs> These these toxic cultures, like the most toxic cultures, seem to go hand in hand with uh, the leagues where the players have like or like the under lower class of players have the least autonomy and choice. Yeah, you know, like the the do it for the team has an an implied or else with like tons of money attached to the or else. You know. Yeah. And so the, you have to put yourself, I mean, football, you're putting yourself at risk every single snap that you're going to get a concussion and it'll give you Alzheimer's when you're 35 years old or whatever. Yeah. I will say the one thing about baseball that's nice is it's it's easy to prove yourself again because if you can just get like a camp invite and you kill it at camp, like you can prove you're worth it. But um, yeah, it's just like, you know, to be either in football where you have such a short lifespan or baseball where the ladder is so long and just having a year just pulled out from underneath from it, it it's got to be mentally taxing for so many of them in a way that I don't think it, it is necessarily for basketball players. I, I can't say to NHL players, but NBA players, I feel like even to say, you know, for them, this is a luxury that we get to resume the season and have the playoffs and we're doing it well. Um, NHL, I don't have as much a pulse on to say that it's the same for them, but they are also doing it the right way where MLB was trying to start a season like way late. And I just, they just never had a plan. I, that's all I can really put it at now. Yeah. See, I feel like the NBA, you get, you can get a million chances. Like, how, how many times did Christian Wood bounce around uh, the Sixers and otherwise before, like, having a breakout season this year finally? How many guys from the 10-win process Sixers are in the league still? Like, a lot of them. So I, I do feel like the NBA is one where you actually could potentially opt out and not see it screw with your prospects too too badly. Yeah. And then NHL, I don't think anybody's allowed to opt out because it's hockey. That could be very yeah. true. You got you got to play. 
<laughs> what do you mean COVID list? Well, <laughs> we don't have one of those. <laughs> well, luckily our Flyers are going to win the cup and no one's going to get sick and it's all going to go well. Yeah. Go the Flyers. No, I will be happy if the Flyers win. Um, we can transition our talk a little bit to, uh, you know, basketball and hockey. So the Sixers came back last night. We don't need to talk about that. The Flyers are back today. <laughs> Uh, and they beat the Boston Bruins 4-1, to as Bobby alluded to. And so both leagues right now are doing very unique things. The hockey one confused me deeply, but I figured it out. Uh, so what it is is that the top four teams in um, each conference, I guess it is, are just like playing a three-game tournament, kind of like in um, – you know, a World Cup scenario where you have like the four teams like playing in the uh, group stage. Yeah, they're they're round robin. Yeah, round robin. So that's just to decide the top four seeding. And then there's like legit five game series going on right now with the teams underneath. Um, yes. And I don't know what the exact cutoff was, but you just had to be like within a certain like reasonability that you would make the playoffs or they picked like a certain number. I don't know. I could not figure that out for like. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know what the criteria yeah. was, but so they're doing like a kind of mini play into the playoffs, which is kind of cool in a way. Um, what what yeah. basketball is doing is a short and regular season that is just basically like these games are four seeding, and our Philadelphia 76ers have just decided to succeed as the coolest number that they could get. Um, so they're going with that one. We could cancel the seven other games. Um. But, you know, they're doing a similar thing where they're just doing a little bit of seeding and then they're going to play their playoffs. So uh, both leagues are actually at the point where they're going to start giving out championships. The question for a lot of people's minds is, are these going to be legitimate championships? And I have to say yes, because if you beat the best teams in a tournament, even you win it. Yeah. So the the like overarching discussion about that is like will this championship have an asterisk right yeah and i think um they will probably (laughs) yeah so i think that it's not an illegitimate championship but i do think that there should be an asterisk not as a derogatory thing but to denote this was a really weird year and things were really weird like not to talk about the – we're going to have to talk a little bit about the Sixers. But, yeah. like, they wouldn't have Ben Simmons right now if they had continued playing True. Uh, when the season was suspended because he was hurt. And now they have Ben Simmons back. Like, that is worth noting. Yeah, like, things like, yeah. that are, things like that are worth taking the Pacers into account. Pacers had like, Victor Oladipo back when we played them, too. Just as yeah. he was injured, like, very frequently. He, he was in – I don't – I think that was his first game in, like, a year and yeah. a half. So yeah, like that's worth noting. Uh, there's going to be no no home court advantage, like which the Sixers would have a good one. That is worth noting, even if like I don't know how much stock you really put into that, but like these these things are worth noting. And so I think an asterisk is fair, but I don't think that say if we're say the Lakers end up winning the championship, like will you say this championship doesn't count in LeBron's like? goat argument versus Jordan or as like the annoying argument that you have with Kobe fans. Like, no, you wouldn't say that. My thing is everybody always says, okay, well it's Jordan versus LeBron. And when we get to these finals, let's say it is the the top seeds. It's LeBron versus Giannis. Well, if Giannis is playing and LeBron is playing, whoever the fuck wins that, I'll give them a a championship. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I don't even think that it's necessarily like right for weird stuff to happen the way that some people may say it was like, no, no one, no one unexpected, like the, the nets aren't going to win. Yeah. Like it's, it's not, that's not the way basketball works. Like they're because their scoring is so frequent. There's such a high sample size for the better team to actually win. And so I think that that'll probably just be what happens again this year. Yeah. Some, it, it might go differently than it had, if the playoffs had been at a normal time and the season had continued the way that it was like seating will be different. Um, some things may just be different, but I don't think that makes it illegitimate. I think it just means that it's 
that it's a little different. Yeah, and I think this year, you know, the East was a toss-up anyway. Bob, are you okay? You are breathing very heavy. Are you running while uh, recording? <laughs> I'm, no, I'm bouncing a ball off my wall in my apartment. <laughs> okay. But, um, no, so I, I just think it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, if, it, if the season was longer, maybe the Sixers go on a run and get better seating. They probably don't. But if you look at the standings, it's very clear there's six teams in the East that are should be in the playoffs, and then there's a huge drop-off. So I can see any one of those six teams coming out of the East. I can see the Sixers getting hot and doing it. I can see the Celtics getting hot and doing it, a team I absolutely hate. But I can see them doing it. I don't think there's like a favorite. Same with the West. There's a lot of great teams out there. It's not the guys who opted out. Like The guys who opted out are like Avery Bradley. He was placed with J.R. Smith. Like, that's a, a blink move to me. I don't care. Like, if, yeah, it's negligible. Yeah, if Kawhi Leonard opted out or Paul George opted out, you know, like the Clippers, that that for them would feel so gutting, you know, after they kind of had this, like, ragtag team and then they got, like, these real stars. And then you maybe put it at asterisk. But, it but, you, but you don't even, because last year the Raptors beat the – with like Clay and Clay out with an ACL tear and Durant out with an Achilles tear. Like no one is going to put an asterisk on there because the games, the injuries happened over the course of a game rather than them opting out like for different health reasons. Yeah. So I don't, if, if, if people say that that would make it less legitimate, I would disagree. Yeah. Like that, that stuff, injuries and players missing time are part of the game. So one thing I do want to talk about, though, is, you know, we've talked, we've alluded to that the NHL and the NBA are doing a bubble system. So instead of talking about just the logistics of the league itself, I kind of, you know, I'm curious at how these bubbles are working. And I'm sure I could have done some research into it, but, uh, you know, I don't really want to watch like player diaries that like feel like, you know, they're in the uh, uh, big brother house because I'm assuming that's what they're all are. Uh, yeah, like the Matisse thing that he's doing. Yeah. I don't really care. Yeah, I like I follow Matisse on TikTok, but I'm not gonna like even go out of my way to like go to my following page. Just not even how TikTok works really for me. Uh, it's very minimal use. Um, but I just like I'm curious at how it's working. But you know, I'm worried about you know their mental health. But it sounds like that they did a really good job of even keeping them entertained and that they can interact together. Like it's such a good bubble that it's not like, you know, Tobias Harris on the Sixers can't go see his old friend Boban on the Dallas Mavericks. It sounds like you can hang out with anybody in the bubble because you know that everybody is safe. I don't know if that's true. Maybe there is some restrictions of like, Hey, you can't co-mingle amongst teams. And it's like just our team hanging out. But it does seem like that they gave these guys like a safe enough distance to feel like, Hey, I can go next door at least to, you know, tease his room and then play some like N64. Yeah. It's, um, I forget if it was a preseason game or what. I, someone was saying, like, why aren't the, why aren't the players wearing masks on the court? And I guess that would be ideal if they did, but like they tested everyone and there was no positive cases. Yeah. So, like, if no one has it, then no one really has to wear a mask because they're they don't have it, so they're not giving it to anyone. So we have to talk about though what's gonna break it. Is it going to be A, Rashawn Holmes goes to get a delivery outside of the butthole? B Lou Williams gets an excused absence, goes to the Atlanta strip club, or C unforeseen incident number forty five. You know, I'm like I'm feeling confident that it's actually not going to be anything. I, I am feeling good too. I mean, even if I, like, I feel like those, like the Rashawn thing and the Lou will thing are like, they, they were so well public. Like no one even knows who Rashawn Holmes is. Yeah. Like the average, maybe the average NBA fan has heard of him, but like most people don't know who Rashawn Holmes is. And it was a, a, a huge story. And he was like the butt of many jokes when he broke the bubble to like, go get food, <laughs> yeah. get, go get his delivery food. So like, I feel like they were made an example of in the media and that's like a learning experience. And so now guys are like, 
I don't want to get clowned on by literally everyone on Twitter. So I'm just not going to do that. Yeah, but so much has happened. It's actually ridiculous how much time has passed because we're even talking about this like, I don't want to get clowned on on Twitter. Let's not forget, Earl Thomas had a foursome with his brother and his wife caught him. And I forgot that was a thing for a while. Like, I completely forgot that was a thing until Yeah, now. like, what the <laughs> fuck? So, that's the thing. It's like, even them in the bubble, like, I feel like their lives might be more regular than ours at this point. Just because they can go and see, like, somebody and then go play basketball. And even though it's, like, weird fans and stuff, like, I want to know, like, when is when is it really bad for them? Like, I'm sure it is because I'm sure there's certain moments like, you know, off days, like you're sitting in your room, like you're tired. You don't want to do anything. Can't see your family. And then like, when does it still feel like real life? Like, you know, hanging out, getting food, whatever. And when does it feel like, you know, okay, basketball, like, you know, when you're sitting on the bench, does it even really feel like you're sitting on the bench because it's not like, you know, all the fans and stuff like that, or you're still locked in. Like you're just playing, like you're a kid again, you know? Yeah. God, that Earl Thomas thing is so crazy. I'm sorry. I got distracted <laughs> thinking about it again. Yeah. The thing is, like, there are 450 guys in the bubble, right? That's a lot of guys. Like, that's just players. Yeah. And actually, it's, no, it's not 450 because there's eight teams that are out. Yeah. So. Under 400. 330, okay. give or take. So that's a lot of guys. Like, that's so many. And all, as you said, all it takes is one. Now, I think that they've likely all learned their lessons from the media, you know, hubbub around Rashawn and Lou yeah. Will. Um, but maybe the media hubbub around Lou Will made someone say, you know, I got to get me some of those Lou Will lemon pepper wings from Magic City. Yeah. Maybe they're taking, like, Michael Porter Jr. I was about to say. <laughs> and, uh, who Jonathan Isaac are like pushing conspiracy theories and Dwight Howard's being an anti-vaxxer. Like just as we've said many times, you, quarantine is like, it's, it's really bad. You quarantine, quarantine plus the internet are really bad for the brain, uh, <laughs> depending on the content you're consuming. So Myers letter I had to yeah. stop reading what I was reading. Cause I was just like, this is horrible. Uh, Myers letter stood during the anthem. But he apparently cried over the decision and talked about his, his teammates with it because his brother was in the military. They were asking, like, do you think the flag stands for that? He's like, no, I don't think, you know, or the kneeling stands for that. He's like, no, I don't think it stands for any of that. Like, I'm totally with my teammates. It was really hard. You know, it's just like, it's my family. It was just like, stop giving him a platform. Like, this makes sense. Like, no, he's still wrong. Like, dude, you can kneel. It's not a disrespect at all. Just do it. <laughs> Why did I think Myers Leonard was good? Like, as a guy. Might be because he had a line of merch that says ML and has a hammer on it. So, like, the people in Portland DSA have co-opted it. It's like <laughs> Mark Leninism. <laughs> I just associated that with him. I mean, it sounded like he was, uh, like, as, he was well thought out in his response or whatever. But it still was just like, dude, that's kind of whatever. Like, just... I mean, I I cannot imagine being someone who stands right now. And I get there's like, I've I've seen this a lot lately. People, their new argument that they want to, I mean, they rotate the same ones like every day. Um, But the new argument right now is just like, don't be a follower. And it's like, Jonathan Isaac, I applaud you. You're not a follower doing what everybody else does. Like, motherfucker, standing for the anthem has been the thing to do for forever. Like, what's this? He's not brave. He's an idiot. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's when I first when I first saw the story about it. I was like, you know, he's a moron. But it's at least he's not acting like he's not a moron. Like, at least he's not just like doing it and tricking people into thinking that he's not stupid as shit. I so said something. Good. Good for him for that. Like, like, we don't. We don't. We don't want fake people co-opting. You know, like like Mitt Romney going to the Black Lives Matter like protest. 
Like we don't want people like that. We want we want them to stay true to themselves so that we know solidly that they are the enemy and that the 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 movement hasn't been completely whitewashed and neutered. So good for Jonathan Isaac. I'm I'm happy that he's being who he is. I just hope that, you know, everyone dunks him through the hoop like <laughs> the Moth Stars did to Michael Jordan and Space Jam. Well put, Bobby. Well put. Uh, getting back on topic, which I don't know what it is. Um, I feel like we should talk about hockey somewhat, but I legitimately just don't watch a lot of hockey. And I wanted to get into the Flyers this year a little bit. And I kind of even missed the, the bandwagon period and the firestorm that they had. Um, but now they're coming back, I – forgot how much I do really enjoy watching good hockey and today was a very enjoyable experience and that was definitely a moment for me where you know I didn't realize that they were doing this thing in Toronto even like I thought that hockey was like uh gonna be doing traveling too but you know see them yeah I think they have a bu- a bubble in Toronto and a bubble in NBA. yeah they're doing some so one on each coast so but like they're doing a really good job with it and honestly like I had a lot of fun watching the game today. And I thought the one thing that they were like missing on was like the NBA has had a really done a really good job of letting teams do their production. But I will also say the NBA really overestimated how uh, terrible some teams will be with their production. Um, that Pacers won. They didn't even fill the seats uh, of the fake stadium. Like what the fuck? <laughs> God, everything about that was so depressing. Yeah. I said it. I said in our uh, group chat, I was like, I'm, I'm putting 40 bucks on the Sixers just as like a first game back confidence play, but we're going to lose because Victor Oladipo is going to go for 70. Wrong guy. And <laughs> I, I picked the wrong guy, but I was not that far off on, on what actually happened. <laughs> I've always been a TJ Warren fan and I never saw that coming though. Even I was mad. I was like, he's not as good as that. Um, no, he's like... <laughs> What's the average, like 19, 18 or 19 a game? And it's the only thing that he does is score. But and then he scored 53 against uh, one of the best defenders in the NBA who had a really bad game. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's my mental health right now. Uh, yeah, but I, I think we're going to get hockey. We're going to get basketball to the end. I, that's what my guess is right now. If it changes, I'm not going to be shocked. Um Baseball is on its last fucking lap. Like, there's no way. It's going to be done yeah. before, like, the end of this podcast, probably. I, I'm looking forward to it being done and just, like, the farce being over. Yeah. I don't, I don't need it. I don't need this, like, it's dystopian the way that it's going right now. And, like, it, everything is a bummer. So just, uh, you know. You did your worst. Yeah. Uh, don't try again next time. Yeah. Even if, <laughs> we'll, we'll see you. We'll see you next spring. Even if they made it all the way through and had no more incidents, and it was like a regular season, I would most put an asterisk against baseball season for just worse execution of keeping people uh, safe and alive. Um, I don't. Nobody's directly died because of baseball's decisions yet, but you know we haven't. Uh, really felt the full depth of what they're going to do to each American city yet. Um, so, you know, COVID coming to a city near you via baseball. Yeah, probably. And other things that everybody else and all the, all the world now. Yeah. But I will say yesterday, um, I'm not a particularly big hockey fan, but just, you know, I, I went nuts for like the NFL draft because it was like I watched the I watched the goddamn MLB draft guys that I'm not gonna see in the league for four years and I'm not gonna remember that I watched them get drafted at all. Like <laughs> I went whole hog watching that shit for just for just the uh, the mere taste of sport. And so hockey being on all day yesterday and basketball being on all day yesterday, I, I just sat on my couch, uh, did a little zoom. Um, just watch the games and like, I was able to just turn my brain off for a little bit. And like I said earlier, I'm not sure if that's necessarily a good thing. Um, I, I was just inside my apartment, so it's not like I was so distracted that I went out to a crowded sports bar 
and put myself and others at risk or anything, but I was able to just sit around, turn my brain off, watch competitive sports and have a pretty good day. All things considered, you know, with how bad the world is right now, that's, it's not nothing. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think the big question out of all of this, you know, between the four leagues, Bobby, is who's the most famous person from Pennsylvania? Yes, this was a good question that you brought up yesterday. Um, The two main options uh, in the argument were Will Smith and Taylor Swift, correct? Yes. I think... I think the answer is Will Smith. Yeah. I think Taylor Swift is more intensely famous right now. Like she's actively in the headlines. Like Will Smith is only in the headlines because of weird stuff with his wife, like sleeping with a young guy. Sure. That I was like, this content is not for me. I'm not paying attention. Yeah. I don't don't care to know about this. (laughs) You're lucky. (laughs) Uh, I only mostly missed it. And I wish I had missed it entirely. But, like, that's the only thing that I've seen people talk about Will Smith for in the last, like, two years, just about. Yeah. Uh, Whereas Taylor Swift has released two straight awesome albums. Um, Obviously, one was just, like, a week ago. Like, yeah, like 10 days ago. So she's in all the headlines, all the memes, everything right now. I think she's more, there's more intensity to her fame, but because Will Smith's been around for so long and was an a-lister for you know 15 20 years um and both in movies and he he wasn't an a-lister in music really he was like a c-lister in music but because he he was an a-list like name in several fields i think that he is the most famous pennsylvanian yeah taylor swift uh as we discussed being 1b yeah and we try to stay with alive so uh, Kobe Bryant and Ben Franklin were not considered for this one, even though I don't think Ben Franklin was even technically from Pennsylvania. Um, but some of the, I don't know, some of the uh, others ones we were considering. I said Kevin Hart had a lot more uh, reach than people thought because he just won't say no to anything. Um, Kevin Bacon, that's a, always a popular one. Uh, I always forget that he's from Philly. Yeah, I forget that he's from Philly as well, but he did a great impression on Conan recently. In, yeah, in in fact, that's I think that's the first time I actually knew he was from Philly. Yeah, uh, Bradley Cooper, he's from Philly, of course. Um, and then uh, hmm. from uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania, Joey Bindles. Joey Bindles. Yeah. Joey, go on. He's running for president, Joey Bindles. Joey Bindles. Is that John Kasich? No. It's Joe Biden. Oh. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> I said Bindles, which is the name of... Well, the Bindle is the name of the, like... Homeless thing? thing. The stick the stick and bag that hobos carry. And John Kasich is the king of the hobos. <laughs> I didn't know that one, but okay. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that you were referring to John Kasich as Joey Bindles, which I like. Oh, God. Yeah, I guess Biden has to be up there. That's depressing. Taylor Swift and Will Smith are so fun. Bradley Cooper's fun too. And yeah. then Joe Biden is just the worst. No, I actually do think that like, even if Joe Biden does go ahead and do what I expect when president, um, he won't even be like the most famous Delawarean. If you consider him, I still think people will love like Aubrey Plaza more and shit. At least you. I think, I think we'll be more famous, but yeah, like I was saying about Taylor Swift, she'll be like more intensely. People have stronger well, you know, feelings about her. We, we have time to see if Aubrey Plaza will become president, though. That's true. She's only turned 35 probably not too long ago. It's weird. Do you know that? What, the general age of famous people? No, you just said <laughs> she just turned 35 just a little while ago. You know exactly. Well, no, because, no, I don't know how old she is. 35 is just how okay. old she has to be to be president. Okay. I'm looking this up now. I was about to say, dude. I thought that's what you... What, I thought it was you knowing fact. No. Okay, she turned 36 in June. Okay, so you did know that. I thought she was older than that, actually. Okay, well, I turned 27 in June. That's only a nine-year difference. We can make it work. 
Okay. I'm normal. I just want to state for the record. You're not normal. You're the one who's actually obsessed with her. I'm just from Delaware. I just wanted to say hi to her. Uh, anyway, let's let's go on to plugs. We we talked about the sports, and we talked about the most famous Pennsylvania. Tell us who's the most famous person from your um, state. I'll tell you you're wrong. Um, the answer is all notes, by the way. Um, Bobby, what do you have to plug? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Coderan. Thanks. It's my uh, friend Cody plays video games on Twitch. So uh, you should follow him and subscribe so that he can have money. I have money. Why did you say it like I don't have money? Have more money. Yeah, I don't know if I deserve that. Um, yeah. I, Everyone could use more money. We all could. Uh, I, I'll plug myself as well um, later. Get it? Uh, no. Um, yeah, I will be streaming a lot. Um, I think I just got it. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Uh, I will be streaming a lot um, after the summer for sure. But I do want to warn people over the next month or so, I might be a little bit less streaming just because uh, work is a little bit busier period for us. But I've been having a lot of fun with Twitch, and I've been really investing time in it. So please drop by if you can. Twitch.tv slash but also, Bobby, I know you're not writing all too often, but, you know, class is boring. I always enjoy. I wish you would do that thing that I told you to do a while ago and actually go to the Twitter and post some of the uh, best articles of yours. Yes, that's a good point. I should remember to do that. I'll set an alarm for tomorrow. <laughs> all right. Hey, anything else we want to talk about before we say our goodbyes until, until next time, Bobby? I miss you. Mm, yeah, I miss you too, man. It's been too long. This quarantine shit has got to end. We should get rid of that. People are going to get mad. We should just try to do herd immunity. Yeah, it's not too late. No, it's never too late. Yeah, it, and it totally works because no one, there. no one comes back with low, no one ever comes back with low antibody counts after they have the disease. So we're all good. That's all we got to do. Just get it over. Don't worry. The vaccines are all just skipping all the trials. It's fine. Yeah, so everybody stay safe. That's, the vaccines. The vaccines are just going to be herd immunity. Just straight up give it to people. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it'll be fun. Well, don't let your mental health destroy you. Like it's destroyed many of us here at Neurotica. Have fun, everybody. Bobby, anything else you want to say? <laughs> no, that's it. Stay safe, everyone. All right, bye.